0: good friend of in the trenches with Dave Lapham brought to you by first star logistics coming to you as always from our unbelievable studios is an unbelievable guest and an unbelievable football player and a great person as well EJ reader EJ reader it all starts up front it all starts over the football and the Bengals have the best the best you can find taking care of business right over that football he's the immovable object and he is a team leader this defensive football team kind of funnels through him. There's no question about it. And he is a mentor to a lot of his teammates. And he is a guy that performs at an extremely high level. Takes it very seriously. He's accountable. He's reliable. He's responsible. He's a great football player. E. J. Reader. Very good friend of In the Trenches with Dave Lapham brought to you by First Star Logistics, joins us once again because this guy dominates in the trenches. this That's what I'm talking about. DJ Reader. Hey, Bruce and the Pudding. We were doing a podcast with Lou Anarumo, coach. Tell us about DJ Reader. Just looks right at us and says, He's the best there is, best in the business. Nobody's Nobody can do what DJ Reader does. That, that's pretty strong, man, when you're when your the coordinator has that kind of opinion of you dj that that's awesome
1: yeah man it feels good you know um it's dope man i mean lose lose my guy real close I get to talk to him all the time so you know it's always awesome that you know he respects the work that you do that you do and you know it feels good a guy who really you know kind of take a chance on me in free agency you know asking me to come be a part of his defense and it work out and, you know, he likes what I do. And I, I love what he has going on as a coordinator. So it it was awesome.
0: You make a great point back five years ago, you were the guy, you were, you were the guy that got it started. DJ reader said, all right, I believe in the vision you guys have, I believe what you can put together because you know, it wasn't pretty when you decided to come to Cincinnati no. and to be part of the turnaround. What's taking place here?
1: How rewarding does that feel to you? Oh, man, it's crazy. You know, as a man, you always want to be a part of something. And um, I think that's a big thing for me, you know, being a part of a change, being a part of something, being different, especially around this organization and around this, uh, you know, this city. And uh, it's awesome. But, you know, I feel like everybody around here has deserved it, uh, from the players to the coaches to the fans, the city, everybody's kind of put in that hard work, so it's good to see it come into fruition, man. Just we just got to keep it going.
0: It, it is incredible. Um, I mean, the fans' support. Er, how how everything has to be so different than when you first came to Cincinnati. When you first came to Cincinnati, what went through your mind? And and how w- what's been the biggest? I, I I guess the most pleasant part of what's taking place during the surge here of the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: But, you know, I went from, like, completely – there was really nobody in the stands, even, like, you know, it was COVID. But even coming out of that COVID year, like, people were excited the next year, but they really weren't, like, you know. Everybody's not like, oh, man, you know, you're going to win. Those first couple games, it's still kind of empty. Like, it's not – it's not many people there. It's not sold-out crowds like it is now. So, it's just been different. But, you know, you can still tell the sense of pride back then. Like, even – even Though we weren't good, you know, I, I, I could imagine being a fan. It's tough going to a game all the time when the team isn't good, and this and the right. third. And uh, but they still had a sense of pride, like, it's not like you, you, you saw Bengals stuff still everywhere, you saw it around the city, you saw you know, people were still wearing their colors, they were still proud. So, um, you know, it's, it's been different to see the change around turn around the people coming out. You know, we got fans waiting hours to come to join to practices and things like that. It's it's kind of crazy, but it's awesome, man. It's awesome to see him come out, you know, be able to support. It's another thing to do. And you know, it's good when you you play in this kind of market and you have really the city on your back depending on you of whether they have a good week or not. It feels fun as a player.
0: You know, this this football team is is such a close group and that's always (laughs) part of the reason for success. Not not just talent, but um when when it's like, you know, so unified, so bonded, they're, they're big friendships and it, and it's player to player. It's, it's coach to coach, it's player to coach, it's coach to player. Mm-hmm. and all that, watching Even just out in the practice field, watching the communication that goes on with teammates, coaches, I mean, coaches, today, it's, it's really, you know, when I get a chance to listen to some of this stuff, it's awesome, man. The stuff that you guys, Talk about on a football field during practice that 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 part of it, that mental part of it, and that exchange of ideas and adjustments and all that that's huge. And that's uh, that's real interesting to watch and see.
1: Man, it's huge. Uh, it, it's it's comfortable being there as a player able to talk to everybody all the offense coaches, all the defense coaches. Um, you know, we're real close with all our coordinators. All the guys are really, really, you know, just everybody around the building is really approachable and pretty personable when it comes to like you know, being there and, you know, everybody's present. When everybody's at work, they're present. Like, you can ask them things. You you don't mm-hmm. got to worry about them thinking about something else. They do a good job of just, like you know, being able to separate what time is work time and what time is anything else. And, and so it makes it easier for us to communicate as people, as players. And I think, Like you said, person to person, everybody has a direct line of communication. It doesn't feel like you got to jump through here to go tell somebody this. To It doesn't feel like you're jumping through hoops to get some information to somebody. Like, everybody's pretty much person to person when it comes to information and we're able to do it and it helps us a lot so when you
0: first came into the league as a young player who was the guy who did you look up to who was the mentor who who did you say I'm going to try to pattern you know my approach to the game and everything about the game like this guy
1: I think having Vince uh you know just play style and understanding of what the position was and I think you know JJ just having JJ of what what it is, what it means to be a pro. Um, and, um, you know, somebody somebody who I really looked up to, I actually texted him yesterday and he sent me some of the most interesting and really, really good advice, you know, as a guy who's, who's towards like the meat of his career, you know, probably posted to the back end than I in the front end, just in, in terms of like years. But it was just a really, really good, Something I really needed a big paragraph. Something I really needed to hear, and you know, coming from his perspective, it was really just awesome just to see. Uh, so you know, just having those guys in the locker room, you know, cushion all those guys, all all those guys approached the game the right way. Jonathan Joseph, Kareem Jackson, still at it. Um, you know, Clowney, everybody. You just you had a bunch of guys around who, on that defense, approached the game the way it was supposed to be approached. so it made it easier for you to draw things from everybody, not necessarily one person, but you were able to pull things from this guy that you like, this guy that you like. Being a young player, that's important, being able to shape your game, having different personalities, having different people around, and being able to really just see what exactly it is that you want to do in this league and be able to see a blueprint for it.
0: And and now it comes like full, it's like the cycle. of <laughs> yeah, life. yeah, yeah, All yeah. Life. You cycle. finally end
1: up in that blueprint. Sometimes it goes the way you think it's going to go, and sometimes it doesn't. I think, you know, as far as my career has gone, I I could have never told you on the money side that I'd earn this much or I could be able to go to the Super Bowl or those type of things. Um, I think personal accolades, I haven't reached some of the ones that I've wanted yet. So, you know, there's still the blueprint still out there. But, you know, the destination is, you know, what you make it. You, you, you end up places that you don't know if you're going to go, don't know what's going to happen. And so I think, that's a part of it. I think the journey is the destination every time. So, you know, you just got to enjoy what the journey is and keep putting in work.
0: And and now you're the guy that mm-hmm. is, young players are saying, man, DJ Reader, what a hell of a player, man. He's had an unbelievable career. It's still going. He's mm-hmm. Accomplished so much. And now, you know, they're looking to you to mentor them. What's that feeling like? It's like, you know, you, you know what it was like trying to get, uh, a mentorship with uh established relationship that way with with players. Now the young guys are are doing it with you. What's that like?
1: <laughs> oh man, it's like, different. Like um it's different being on the other side. Uh, yeah. now it's you know it's awesome. I have I have the guys over this year I started to have them over a lot more, just yeah. you know, getting to know them, hanging out with them, spending more time. I think last year I was kind of in that transition period of like, oh do I want to do it, do I not? yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and then we had a bunch of young guys last year, so they they a little bit older this year, and it's it's fun, man. You know, it's fun. It's fun to see them, see how silly they are, the personalities, the conversations we have just about life, not necessarily even about football a lot of times. Um, but it's also good to be able to help them with football. I think they they they're pretty smart guys. They pick up on it by example really really fast. But I think um, the life things, the life answers, the questions, and Shoot, shoot things that i can talk about with them things that they can talk about with me i think those things are very very important
0: you, you look at guys like Tufele and davis who have mm-hmm. had quality snaps you know in the in in the preseason i mean you almost have to have a feel a sense of pride in that it's like you know this is this is your group you're the leader of this group and these <laughs> these young guys are starting to starting to respond i mean that's got to give you a good feeling of satisfaction too doesn't
1: it yeah man it feels really good you know seeing guys go out there and play really well um especially in our group specifically uh, but you know i'm like that with all the guys it's crazy you know uh, i'm like that with all the young guys uh, the two djs man tyson all those guys like okay. it, it, they, they make plays and i'm really proud of them shaka all those guys in the middle a little jayla moody everybody uh i go on and on about the young guys we got on our team and just it's, so it's fun to see my group specifically because I know the work those guys put in every day. I, you know, I watch them every day. I got my eyes on them. But for me, it's a bigger satisfaction of guys who I don't necessarily – I'm not in their individual. I don't get to get on them. I don't get to help them with certain things. I watch them go out there, and it, it shows a sense of accountability for the leaders from – all the leaders in our team that these young guys are showing up. And it's not a credit to us because, I mean, we can't go out there and play the place for It's a credit to them of them paying attention. But, you know, it feels good as a leader to watch your young guys go out there and do their thing and, and and be confident in doing their thing is the biggest thing. Like they're not just out there just free, free, like freelancing it. They're out there really being confident in what they have going on and working their craft.
0: And where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there and getting it done. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's what it's all about. So is it something where you feel like it has to be verbalized or you lead by example, or is it a combination of both? How do you go about, you know, tell, telling and showing guys or, do you tell or do you show more? How do you do it? Okay, here's our standard. This is what we're about. You know, we're even going to raise the bar a little bit if we can. You guys got to be with us here.
1: I think it's a combination of both. I think there's a there's a fine line between talking too much and not doing enough. And then yeah. there's a fine line between doing too much and not talking enough. Uh, I think, you can always lead by example and do things. Uh, I don't I don't think that, that ever gets old. But there's sometimes that, you know, your voice needs to be heard and you got to know those moments as a leader, I think. But there's never a right moment for that moment, honestly. But, like, I think it's something within you. I think every person has those moments where they feel like they're supposed to talk or they feel like they're supposed to this. So they feel like that. I think as a leader, those, at those moments are meant for you to say something. If you have something in your heart, you're supposed to say it as a leader. And every moment isn't. Raw, uh, raw. But a lot of moments are teachable moments, and it's not saying. It. I think as a leader, you got to decide what what's need needed to be said, when it needs to be said, and you know it's got to come from the heart. It's got to be pure, and you can't you know manifest and 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 makeshift different types of energy. You have to have pure energy as a leader, and I think that's a big responsibility. I think it, it's a huge responsibility as a player. Because you can mess up a lot of guys being going out there being fake and not giving your real attitude, real energy, and your real dedication to this. And a lot of guys who look at you as a leader. And so I think that that's something that you got to hold yourself accountable on too.
0: And I look at this uh, defensive football team, and it's uh, it, it's top shelf, man. Yeah. And, and I think the defensive line is probably gold standard for a position group on the team. I mean, you have great players and depth of great players. <laughs> man, this, this D-line, it's like, got to keep 10. I mean, how do you only keep nine? should keep 11, maybe. I mean, there's there's so many guys. It's going to be – A lot of
1: guys in that roster. room that can play. Yeah,
0: if roster on this football team, that's a hell of a deal, man.
1: There's a lot of guys in that room that can play. And that, that's, you know, you want that. Your, your competition brings the best out of all of us, and it's been really competitive in that room. And not only that, those guys are big, especially the outside linebackers. They big special athletes when it comes to special teams, and they've been doing a great job. So it was a lot of guys putting themselves in position to win, whether it's with us or with not, um, or without us. They they put themselves in position to do great things in this league and keep it going. So, man, I could not be more proud of them. I'm excited, I'm excited for this weekend. I think you know they're gonna go out there and have another great third preseason game. So, I mean. That's really it, man. It, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. The, the defense, we got to go out there and prove it, that we're as good as we think we are. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's awesome, like you said, to have depth and guys. And, you know, as a D-line, we want to be that standard. We we feel like we got the guys. There's there's, there's money in our room. We, we, we're excited about our room. We we look at each other and compete, and our coach is a hell of a coach. Our D-line coach is a hell of a guy. You know, he's going to be competitive. He's fiery. You know he's old school, and, and you know we love it. We rally around him. Um, the young guys, you know, he they, he gets on them a little bit, so they they get get a little sensitive sometimes. But they've been doing good, man. They they you know they've kept their head up, all of them kept their chin up, and just just kept doing the right thing. So I'm I'm, I'm excited. He's uh, he, he's fun to watch in
0: practice, man. He's,
1: he's challenging guys to get. He he
0: wants to get the most out of them, man. He yeah, is definitely-
1: he does. And that's the toughest thing. I think that's where I struggle a little bit with the leader because I know, you know, I've been with Javi for 15 years, uh, nice. going on 15 years now. And so I've known him forever. And it's it's tough for me as an older guy to try to tell the younger guys to distinguish when, you know, he's upset and when, you know, he just wants the most out of you as a player. He lets shit go. He flushes it. Once we're off the field, it's <laughs> over, like. Yeah. But he wants the most out of you as a player. Like, he he wants the most. And you, you may go back and forth. and You may bicker. And, and you know what I mean? You and him might get into it. But, like, he's your coach and he respects you as a player. It's not like he's ever going to do anything crazy. Not putting no hands on you. Not going to do it. Like, he's just coaching right. you tough. And you got to respect. But you got to love it. You know, you got to love it. And I've grown to love it. Like, I, I've grown to love the the growl and the <laughs> – the the being upset, the diamond push-ups when you mess up, the the anything, it's just work, man, and and, and it's what comes with him. And when you play for him, you know that it, it it is what it is, and and either you're gonna back down from it or you're gonna become better. And I'm one of those people. I'm not gonna back down from that challenge, and you know, right. he's always challenging me my whole life, and it's it's been productive. That man's never steered me wrong when it comes to coaching, and so I, um, you know, as a man, as a coach, I respect him a lot.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a special guy, man. He really is. And he, he wants the best for his players. I mean, the way he talks about you guys, you guys obviously don't hear. I, I mean, I'll sit down and start talking to him about, you know, Coach, tell me about so-and-so. And the way he talks about you guys, man, it's like you're fa- literally family. I mean, mm-hmm. he, like he will do whatever needs to be done to make sure that his guys are taken care of, man.
1: 100% you know how he's got family all women for the most part man so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does he he yeah. makes sure he takes care of his guys and he enjoys his time around the boys man he yeah I love hop man he, he's, he's awesome the young guys they love him you know I love him so it's great he's teaching he, he teaches all of us so much and we can ask him anything you know we can talk about sports life and 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 anything during the rush he takes time every individual player whether it's me whether it's trey sam everybody like hey. the young guys he's pulling us apart aside. if you're messing up and he's pulling us aside and he's telling you what he sees in your mess up and he's walking you through it um you know a lot of coaches just talk you and do this. like you can put hands on how you you can go out there he's gonna be like all right stab me in the chest do this and the third blah, zoop, blah like he's really giving you examples by showing you by by letting you be there and you know, he's putting in the time and the work, you know, how much time the film, hobby watches just by having the conversation with him. Right, right. And you know, as a player, you can respect that. No doubt. No question. So, um,
0: when you look at the, at the two linebackers that both signed mm-hmm. in the off season, you got Pratt and you get Wilson. Mm-hmm. If, if you're, if you have one linebacker on your defensive football team in today's football, that is a three-down linebacker. You got to consider yourself blessed. You guys have two. You guys mm-hmm. have three-down linebackers. I mean, Pratt started his career at North Carolina State as a safety. Wilson starts his career at Wyoming as a corner. I mean, you get guys that know understand the pass game and can play the run. That's that's a hell of a deal, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, those two. You know, you got Keane behind them. A bunch of guys like there's our linebacker group's athletic. Yep, those guys are athletic. They can move around and. And it's it's awesome to have you know like you said two three 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 down linebackers that can do it all that are gonna be there and you don't have to worry about them like and they're gonna come fill gaps and make tackles like <clears throat> gonna chase the ball hunt the ball those things are super important you know you got Pratt back there Pratt pretty much yelling out every play before it happens and sometimes he might it might take him a while for him to click but like when he yells out those reminders when he says those things. You as a a, a player up front, when I hear it, and it is that, and it's confirmed, oh, my God, I'm about to go crazy. Like, you, he says stretch, and you step like you're trying to reach me. Like, I'm about to blow this whole play up. Yeah. Like, you know, it it feels awesome having him back there. And then, you know, having Cowboy, you know, he's going to feel off anything (laughs) that you do. He's so calm in the huddle, and his demeanor is so good. When asking and getting the car and receiving and clear communication, they just do a good job of working well together, man. And their attitudes have been so positive. You know, when you're young and you're trying to get that money, you, you you can get a sense of self sometimes. But it's awesome that those guys have been about the team and they've been they've been wanting to win. And you know, those things rewarded were rewarded from them. they they're here and they'll be here for. The next few years, and it's exciting. It's exciting about what we got going on. No, and but those two guys, man, they they can run. Like you said, they can run. They come down and hit, and they're not scary. No, no like nobody in our linebacker room is scary, and that's a big thing when it comes to hunting contact because we play a physical brand of football.
0: Without, no no all right. So let's go. You know, the back end. The thing. The thing that is so startling is how fast everybody is on your back yeah. end. You, you guys are almost like an Olympic relay team out there. Everybody's run running sub four three safeties and corners. It's like, man, this this team speed,
1: whoo, unbelievable. Yeah, those guys can run, man. You see it all the time in practice. Like, yeah. You see it all the time in practice. You see it in the game. I mean, I don't think DJ I I mean, DJ, what uh what is it? Turner's been beat on a go ball yet. Right. Uh shoot, do you, and then you got the old even the old dogs Cheeto Mike all those guys like they're flying around. Mike Hilton has some of the quickest feet and is so fast in and out of cuts. It's crazy. I, I've been watching him just this last week, undercut routes and he is flying on the undercut. Him JD, all those guys, I and mean, you got Dax coming out the middle of the field who that play I mean I don't think people realize how special that first preseason play was like you know for that go ball and turner for Dax yep. to get over there from the middle of the field yep. and still have time to really pick that ball. You know, Tyson coming out pick sixes. There's a bunch of guys out there. Jordan, Nick's in the system, Nick can run. Jordan surprises me that he can run a little bit because I always look at another thing of a little little chunky little safety man. <laughs> but you know, the kids can play. That kid can play, flies around. And my dog DJ Ivy, man, he to play as much press as he does, as sticky as he is, he's he he's right there step for step with everybody on our team. The fastest people, anybody on our team. He's his he ball skills are crazy. So it's it's fun to watch him fly around, man. It's a bunch of fast guys you never feel like they beat. Like, you know, if I had their speed, I, I probably would never play press, but like, you know, <laughs> they, they they out there, they physical, they flying around. I mean, you, you, I couldn't ask for more from these guys. This, this has been a good group of rookies. They, their talent show wasn't the greatest, but when I say come in and work hard, like all <laughs> those guys came in and worked their ass off. So the talent show was subpar. was not that good? Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. It was very okay. Like
0: Just average? Yeah.
1: Very average. Very <laughs> average.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, looking in the back end, it's like, all right, how many dbs you got to keep 10 maybe 11 i mean there are there are guys on this football team that could be starting players on other teams that you know might not make the final cut on this football team it's crazy man it's
1: 100%, 100%. there's there's a bunch of guys who can who are going to be able to go somewhere else and find opportunity yeah there's a bunch of guys and that it's fortunate, fortunate and unfortunate, but you know, as, as long as the drive continues somewhere, man, it, 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 it's huge.
0: So, in terms of tracking and being ready for uh, the opener up there in Cleveland, I guess you know the the drive that you guys are on the football field, fifteen snaps. That'll test you. That'll test your cardio and <laughs> all that sort of thing. But not giving up a point. As usual, you guys get in the red zone. It's like, all right, you know, nothing's happening now. Not only do you hold them to a field goal opportunity, you take it away. Mike Hilton makes a great play, and uh, Osai, you know, finishes it. I mean, uh, what what did you think when you looked at the tape of that drive?
1: Oh wasn't it bad? Just a few things we got to clean up. Uh, I think guys just being aggressive. It's early. Everybody's aggressive, wanting to hit something. We're only playing B. You know, you go out there with that. Oh, you're gonna play one series, and everybody on defense like, oh, that series gonna be three plays. They're just gonna <laughs> run out and pushing. So I think it was good. Guys, a little hyper aggressive. I felt good. Guys looked good. And, you know, to end the drive the way we always ended, and guys nutting up and being there, and when the tough gets going, the, you know, the, like that's that's what happened. Like you know, we we start going and going hard and. Got a pass breakup and we're opportunistic defense, man. It's what we've always been. You know, we just wait on guys to make plays and they get made. I don't think anybody's like pointing a finger like who's gonna make the play, who's gonna make the play? I think more so guys are like, I'm gonna make it. Everybody's like, I'm gonna make it. Right. And it, then when everybody has the mentality to play up get played ends up getting made. <clears throat>
0: I, mean, I, I guess I, I hate to ask this question, but I guess I'm gonna ask it. Uh is there any any player that's caught your eye It's like Oh, you know, I knew this guy was going to be good, but man, not this, not like this. Or, well, this guy came out of nowhere. Look at this dude. Is there anybody that's having that kind of camp in your eye? Or I think I think
1: I would say honestly, just the DJs, both of them. Yeah. You know, I knew both of those kids were good. They could play, and and for different reasons, different ways. Do I think that they're both going to be special players in this league? One being explosive. You know, he can really, really run. He's sticky. He's confident. He doesn't panic. Right, he plays plays the ball amazing in the air. You know, he's not like the biggest guy. But he's it's not like he's small. You know, he, I mean, he's not like huge, but he's not like he's like oh man frail and you're worried about him. Right, and then the other one, you know, being a seven round pick, you know, it's not that like people don't expect much of you. It's just like, you know, it, it is what it is as the pick wise. But you know, you, you come in and, you work in and you're working and very positive, very. Very good kid. That that means a lot. And then you know you're making plays all over the field. Everybody's gonna fool with you, and everybody's gonna respect what you got going on. So I think that's those two guys have been really, you know, not knowing much about them. I had no idea about them. You know, I didn't know anything about them. Not like a Big Ten football guy. I don't really watch the I don't really watch the U no more. It's not the early two thousand, (laughs) right? So so uh, I didn't know much about them, but it was good to see. Like you know, just them come in and do their thing, uh, really, and yeah. it's 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 pretty impressive. I, I guess I would say uh, Andre too, the receiver. Yeah, you know I knew that kid could play. Didn't know you yeah. know he's gonna get open as much as he does and create separation that he does, and yeah. he's a, a, a extremely uh, impressive athlete.
0: The thing about uh, this football team that is impressive to me is is you get a lot of uh, really <laughs> Solid people, and that yeah. means you've got multiple leaders. Man, you guys have so many guys that I mean, on other teams would be that's our leader. Well, it is leader with the Bengals, but there are so many. There are multiple. I mean, that's that's a good thing when you have in every position group you have multiple guys that that get it from the standpoint, right?
1: Yeah, I think we got a lot of like walls set up uh, or. I guess you would say chains of authority. How it seems, you know, but but there's a lot of buffers. Like guys don't. There's direct communication with the top. But there's also direct communication with the guy next to you, who is probably a year older, or maybe two years older, and then he may go ask a guy who's seven years older, or this and like it's 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 funny because you have like subgroups and like. They were obviously those guys we we're looking at as leaders and this and then but then you got like the T and Jamar and those guys yeah they're leaders but they're also in year three four and like so they're just trying to figure it out on their own so you're asking them kind of questions that it's just different the young guys have asked them certain questions they probably wouldn't ask me or you know they they wouldn't like think that. to ask me about and and that's the awesome part about it it's cool when you have players at different levels players at different stages of life and. People in the locker room who really, really care. And everybody's trying to reach one goal. So you're gonna have different perspectives, and you're gonna, like you said, you're gonna have different leaders. It's almost like you're gonna have leaders, you're gonna have sub leaders, you're gonna have <laughs> like change of command and management. You're gonna have CEOs, you're gonna have managers, you're gonna have floor managers, you're going to have, like, those type of things. So it, and that's what happens, and that, it, and that's how you run a good system, man. That's how any good businesses ran, and. It's awesome that you know it's our locker room and it's our playhouse. So we get to get in there, and we're fortunate enough that all of those people get to mingle with each other at, at all times. It's, it's it's like being in the break room when you're in the locker room. Everybody's in there, and we all get to talk to each other at all times about different stuff that's going on. So it's fun, and it's fun being in a close group like this. It's fun being in a because every locker room I know isn't like this. You, know,
0: you that's a great that great analogy you made. You know the. There are um, are leaders and sub-leaders and, you know, there are um, the president and then there are, you know, CEOs and different levels of Mm -hmm. leaders. I mean, that's that's a great analogy, and that's the way it is. I will say that as a former offensive lineman, I got nothing but respect for your game because you bring it every single play. DJ Reader's a guy that you can count on, man. Accountability, reliability, responsibility, all those great abilities – that's what you're all about, man. And uh thank you, my gosh. Oh, the Bengals are the Bengals are they know that they're very fortunate to have a guy like you right there over the football, taking care of business every single snap. <laughs> it's great.
1: You know it, man. In the trenches, man. Just getting that work in. There you go. Appreciate you joining us in the of trenches, course. man. No problem, brother. Have the best day you ever had. You too. See ya.
0: Take care. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. King!